Yo, 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 it's your boy Matt St. Jack with Anime Talk, back for yet another awesome show. There are some shows that everyone has seen and some shows that people haven't. I'm just trying to do my best to bridge the gap, a little column A and a little column B. If this is your first time listening, just so you know, this is my list, nobody else's, just kind of some things that I've watched, um, and it's based off of that. So, now that the foundations have been set, let's get to it. Yo, 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 what's going on? It's your boy Matt St. Jack back at it again with the white bands, except no white bands. I'm telling you, keep on waiting for it. It'll happen one day, um, but not today. Um, so back at it again with another awesome episode of Anime Talk. No guests today, um, so no introductions necessary. Um, so today is a special day, obviously, for those of you who know, and I'm recording this because I just got done hanging out with uh, my mom and... Um, kind of a, I guess, a pseudo uh, mother, I guess you could say. <clears throat> um, but anyway, today's Mother's Day, so I've been ripping and running all day today. I tried to get this episode done earlier before I went to go hang out with my mom, but as I sit here at 11.21 p.m. Central Standard Time, um, I'm sitting here recording the episode for Mother's Day. So today's episode is going to be about just a couple of uh, mothers in anime and just kind of some ones that I want to kind of highlight out just a little bit. Um, some good, some bad, some indifferent. It is what it is. Just mothers in general. So I want to say a special and happy Mother's Day to all of those mothers out there, all the mothers holding it down, doing their thing um, and putting their children first and taking care of their children while also um, maintaining their own identity. So shout out to all you moms out there, moms, aunts, uh, uh, you know, grandparents or grandmas, you know. All of those people who are out here that have children, um, people who can't have children, or people who chose not to have children. I mean, I guess if you chose not to have children, I guess you wouldn't necessarily be a, mo- a mother. But um, for those dog moms out there, whoever, just all the all the successful and, and happy you know women out there in the world that are mothers, um, that identify as mothers, a special happy Mother's Day to you all. Um, excuse me, but before I get into it, as always, I want to thank each and every one of you for listening and sharing the show without you guys. This wouldn't be nearly as fun and or rewarding. Again, I say that all the time, but I really appreciate all of the listens and all of the people who, um, who share the podcast. So continue to share. Um, we're still doing really good for numbers. I'm really excited about that. The numbers continue to stay pretty consistent. I'm sure that we'll get a spike at some point. And if we don't, guess what? I'm still appreciative for those people who are out here listening and sharing the good news so thank you so much as always um if you're not already following me on social media and if you are following me on social media uh, make sure that you reach out to me and let me know what you think about the show but if you're not following me um you can find me on twitter and instagram at anime talk 12 that's anime talk the numbers one two um there you will find any updates and news in regards to any giveaway and upcoming episodes as of right now no giveaways we just did one last week which i announced the winner still haven't reached out to everybody this week has been absolutely crazy this past week was crazy and i didn't even realize that it just flew by like in the blink of an eye i swear it was just monday and now all of a sudden it's sunday and i'm getting ready to clock back in tomorrow for work so um bear with me guys for those winners make i'll i'll make sure that i keep that you keep me honest and make sure i get those stickers out to you guys um no new giveaways at the moment um no really big upcoming episodes we got some 
uh, the season finale is coming up for this season. Um, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, we're at episode 17 for this season. So um, we do. I do three episodes or three. I'm sorry, I do 20 episodes a season. So we're three episodes away um, from the season wrap up. So make sure that you guys are listening and checking it out. Um, yeah, before the season kind of comes to an end. So um let me know if you follow as always if you dislike or like an episode i love interacting with my fans and as always they there may be some spoilers ahead so you have been warned um so again in tradition with certain holidays i decided to go with a happy mother's day special um so i'm going to kind of go through some moms there's a lot on this list so i'm going to try to condense it down a little bit more than what i originally thought about especially because of from a timing standpoint i want to make sure that i'm not doing those long super long episodes so just kind of want to jump straight into this one so um in this show, the way that I broke it down is the show, the rating of the show, the amount of episodes, the entrance to the show of when the mom kind of came in, who the mother is, and then the description of the mom. So the first show that I decided to go with was Hunter x Hunter, the 2011 um, edition of the show, a rating at a 9.07, 148 episodes. The mother that I chose from this show entered the show at episode 23, and the mother is Kikyo um, Zodi. Dick. Um, so this is Killua's mom um, for the show. If you haven't watched the show, one, I suggest that you watch the show because it's absolutely amazing. Who doesn't love some uh, Hunter x Hunter? But uh, this is Gone, which is the uh, the main character. This is like his best friend, Killua, and this is his mother. So um, the description, she is the maternal figure of the entire Zodic family, and she is also a skills assassin herself. She ironically dotes on her son Killua the most to many extremes and looks forward to seeing him excel in assassinations and carrying on the Zodic family's business. She feels delighted every time Killua displays his his coldness, even if it's directed towards her. Because of her excessive love and high hopes for him, she has become an overprotective, unbalanced parent and is always suspicious of any stranger who wants to get close to him by fearing that they will mislead him. Kikyo is also seen as a very cruel person as she has no qualms or regrets whatsoever after testing her fourth child's power on innocent people in which and which is likely to result in her innocent death in their innocent death. So um this mom is I wouldn't say a good or a bad mom. I mean, I don't know. I feel like she's kind of been different. I feel like she's bad because I mean, if you watch the show, like all the Zodics are like assassins, like they're all killers for hire, mercenaries for hire. So I feel like she's kind of bad in that way, but at the same time, like she's a I mean, if there's if you're looking through with a really twisted lens, maybe she's somewhat good um, just because, I mean, she's a mom, right? She's a doting mom. Like she's always involved in Killua's life. Um, she's always trying to kind of she wants what's best for him. So, I mean, that's good, right? She wants what's best for him. But I mean, she wants him to be an assassin. I don't know. I'm kind of conflicted on her. Obviously, ultimately, I think that she's a bad like she's bad. Uh, but I think that she's just a really interesting mom, considering the fact that like she tries him so many times and it's like, oh, my gosh, like he's looking at me so evilly. My son is, you know, my son is becoming or he's looking at me and he looks so evil. Like my son is slowly becoming one of us. I'm like, it's kind of twisted, but 
okay. I mean, I guess uh, you know, you know, you like it. I love it. So um, definitely suggest watching this show again, as always, um, just because it's a really, really good show. Um, she doesn't play a huge part in the show, which is kind of cool because I hate shows that like completely just like they're not about one specific character but somehow like fan fan service gets in the way and there's kind of like this like we're going to immediately kind of turn into this character there's a lot of questions about her that i would have loved to have seen answered and maybe we'll get those if we whenever we get some more hunter x hunter but in the meantime like i said she's a pretty cool solid start um so the next show I decided to go with is Full Metal Alchemist, 9.17, um, 64 episodes. The entrance to the show um, was actually episode two for this mom. Uh, this episode is the first time that she appears, though we don't, we're not properly identified. Like she's not properly identified and introduced. Um, she just kind of pops in for her knowledge about a specific subject. The mother that I chose on this one is a little bit conflicting slash contradicting because she's not necessarily a mother like in that sense to the main character here she did have a child um uh, but anyway when i when i say her name you'll know exactly what i'm talking about so the mother who i chose was azumi curtis um aka teacher from full mother alchemist uh she is the master she is a master alchemist and skilled martial artist living in the southern regions of dublith or the southern town of dublith where she runs a butcher shop with her husband, Sig, though usually she doesn't take on students. She accepted Edward and Alphonse Elric's, pre, uh, Elric's plea to taking them on as her apprentices and instructed them in both alchemic, alchemical theory and martial arts for six months. Eventually, Izumi grew to love them as deeply as she had her own children, becoming a long-term source of guidance and support for the Elric's future endeavor. So the reason why I say that this is kind of conflicting slash it kind of is contradicting like it doesn't really work is because one, like I said, she's the teacher of the uh, of the boys. And two, I mean, she is technically a mom, so I guess she does fit because she is technically a mom. I mean, her child ended up dying, unfortunately. But she is um, a mom, so um, I don't know, like. She is a mom, so I will say that she's probably one of my favorite moms here. And for those of you who haven't watched the show, there's a lot that kind of goes on in this show, which is why I decided to use Teacher as a uh, as a mom versus their actual mom. Um, just because if you watched the first episode, you already know what ended up happening there. So <laughs> I can't really, I'm not going to really spoil the show. But I suggest that you sit down and you watch the show. Um, like I said, she's a very vital part to a lot of their success and a lot of their um, their character development. She's a huge part of that. Her husband is probably, well, he's he's a really dope character, a really amazing character for the show. I said dope twice already, if not more than time. So I'm going to stop it right now. Um, he's a really cool character. So, again, I suggest that you watch the show. She really shows to me what it means to take your, like, I don't know, to take your students under your wing, right, and actually teach them from start to finish. I was going to put her on my list or my episode last week of the uh, the You Teach Me and I'll Teach You episode, which if you haven't watched, I suggest that you go back in and watch. But I didn't do it only because like I wanted to specifically highlight her here. She just really plays a really good role in being both a nurturer and a 
she's a nurturer in the sense that like they don't have a mom so they don't really have many adults that they trust and they don't have uh especially women figure in their women figures in their life but um she's also a teacher so she also is holding them to accountable for the abilities that they have and she holds them you know she holds them in high regard but she also is very tough on them and doubles doubly so when it comes to um, certain mistakes and things like that that the Elric brothers made so that's why she made the list here so moving right along the next show is a two-part from Dragon Ball Dragon Ball Z you probably already know exactly um, what I'm going to say when I say these names or who I'm going to say before I even say the names rather um, so a rating of 7.98 for Dragon Ball 8.15 for Dragon Ball Z episodes 153 for Dragon Ball 291 for Dragon Ball Z the entrance to the show we know it was sometime between episode one and three I can't remember on Dragon Ball when this first character was introduced since they're both from the same show I can't remember when she was first introduced because it's been so long since I've watched Dragon Ball. Oh my goodness. Um, but anyway, the first mother that I decided to bring into this one was Chi Chi. Um, so her description during her childhood with the Ox King, she was trained in martial arts and it, and it is said that she has, she has to behave well around him. Goku promised to marry her when they were young. And by the end of Dragon Ball, she and Goku became happily married with Chi-Chi uh, being married in her mother's dress. At the age of 20, Chi-Chi gives birth to their, her first son, Go Gohan. Uh, Chi-Chi has a somewhat negative opinion of Super Saiyans as she sees, seems to associate the transformation with delinquency due to its hair color. She is shown to have developed a friendship with Boma, especially after Boma's marriage to Vegeta, as Boma's uh, understands the struggle of both being married to a Saiyan and raising half Saiyan children. With the birth of her gr granddaughter Pan, Chi Chi becomes ad adamant that Pan is raised as a gentle, f girly girl with a normal life so that she will not end up as another battle loving idiot. Like, I mean, her granddad, her son, and I, I guess so she doesn't turn out basically like all the other Saiyans around her. She also wants Goku to be a good grandfather and not just fight all the time, going as far as furiously hunting him down to forbid him from leaving with Whis to train him alongside Vegeta so he can go stronger to protect the Earth, uh, attempting to scare him into submitting to her. So all of that, I say all of that to say this, right? So Chi-Chi is pretty much a badass, right? So when you when you watch... Um, Go when you watch Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super. They kind of hint to it a lot of times, right? The way that Saiyans kind of pick their wives, I guess you could say, is they want strong women to kind of be with them. So, um, like the Bonnie and Clyde effect, right? Minus the deaths. Um, but like that's why this show is really good, and I like the relationship that Chi Chi and Goku have. Goku is always like so naive and just so like dumbfounded every single time that you turn around. Like he's always completely behind the eight ball. Like he doesn't know what's going on. I don't know. I, I understand why they make him so aloof on the show, but I don't know. Sometimes it's kind of annoying. But Chi Chi is kind of the polar opposite. Like she's like, yo. I said you're not going to do this. And he, she literally just grabbed. Now, not, now, mind you, Goku is like the strongest character like in the universe. And she just walks up and like grabs this man by his ear and like pulls him away from a fight. And is like, hey, you're going to come with me. And he's just like, okay, Chi-Chi. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, he kind of cries, and, you know, kind of complains about it. But 
he still does it. So it's it shows her strength and how much that Goku really respects her. Um, and like I said, it was funny to me because I I vaguely remember that part. So it was funny when I was taking down some notes, seeing that she that she um, kept associating the transformation with delinquency due to its hair. And I remember that there was a scene where she was mad at Go Goku because she saw that his hair was yellow and she was like yelling at him because she thought that he had spray painted his hair or had like changed the color of his hair because but like just because and like she was mad not understanding that he went through a super saiyan transformation so i always thought that that was pretty funny um so the second mother on this show uh was boma that i decided to speak to which you probably already guessed that considering the fact that chi chi was the first one so um i guess you could have called android 17 which don't even get me started on that whole android or android 18 thing like, don't even get me started on that. I guess she would have been a pretty good mom here, I guess. Um, but anyway, the description for Boma, she's a brilliant scientist and the second daughter of Capsule Corso's founder, Dr. Brief, um, the younger sister of Tights, and is Goku's first friend um, when Goku starts and meets her in Dragon Ball. Um, she used to be the girlfriend of Yamcha, which I really like Yamcha. I, I understand why he sucks now, but when in Dragon Ball, Yamcha was pretty... He was a pretty, he's a pretty badass. So, um, um, he's a pretty badass character. So yeah, I really loved Yamcha, but moved on while remaining friends with him and eventually became the wife of Vegeta as well as the mother of Trunks and Bulla. Um, so obviously that's probably a spoiler if you haven't watched Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z, but I mean, I would hope that you would know that, you know, Vegeta and Boma got together but if you didn't sorry but there you go um but uh they had trunks and bulla um she's a technological and scientific genius who can turn her talents to almost any field and understand alien technology near effortlessly effortless effortlessly her inventions and the resources of capital corp capsule corporation have been invaluable to goku and the rest of the dragon team many times sorry i don't know why i can't read right now probably because i've had a wee bit to drink shout out to taboos um her most notable in invention is the dragon radar boma is the most significant female character in the series aside from goku boma is the single longest running character in the entire meta series which i didn't even know that so until i saw this so yeah, I didn't even know. Uh, being introduced in the first Dragon Ball chapter and episode and maintaining a prominent role until the end of the series. At times, she doesn't watch her mouth, which gets her into trouble. She even angrily, angrily slapped the God of Destruction, Beerus, uh, for running, ruining her party. However, that was partially due to her belief that Beerus was one of the friends of Vegeta's. Uh, fortunately, Beerus responded by simply slapping her right back, causing Vegeta to angrily I cannot speak tonight. I'm just shutting up. Causing Vegeta to angrily attack Beerus in order to defend his wife. So it's funny because uh, when it comes to Boma, like obviously the last part is not funny, but it's funny because she also has a temper. Again, that's what Saiyans usually go after. So she has a really bad temper, but she's super duper smart. She is um, super duper just like she's super duper smart. She is like a really I mean, I don't know, but she's also a hothead, which is 
kind of I wouldn't say it's kind of conflicting, but it always gets her in trouble. Like I said, simply like I remember I remember in the movie where she slaps Beerus and Beerus is just like, what is going on here? Like, do you not know who I am? And she's just like bad mouthing him. Same way when she first met Goku in Dragon Ball. She didn't know that, you know, Goku was like the chosen one. She didn't know that. But like she's just walking around with him, like just kind of chatting it up. And. I like that. Like, I like the fact that they allow her to be such this strong character. She's so involved in the show. Didn't know, again, that she was one of the longest running characters in the entire meta series. So that's pretty dope. And she's been around since like the very beginning. So, yeah, I think it's just a really, she's just a really cool mom. I think that uh, the way that she is with Trunks, future Trunks and all that good stuff, like she's a good mom to them it seems like um she's a good friend to chi chi who's another good mom it's just i don't know it just fits like i think these are pretty these are two pretty cool moms um and a lot of people do like a lot of boma kind of cosplay and stuff like that so it shows you know to her likability but i don't know like i said i think that she's a i think that she's a pretty good mom and i think that they are pretty good moms so at this point um as always um, what I'm going to do is obviously recap so we can go into a quick commercial break because I don't know why, but for some reason there was getting a little itchy, so I'm gonna have to drink some water, but, um, yeah, so we went ahead and started off with some great mom or some interesting moms here. So we got Kiko, um, Zodic. We've got, uh, Izumi Curtis from Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, Kikyo's from, uh, Hunter x Hunter, and then we have Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Chi Chi, and Boma. Um, so I'll go ahead and we'll take a quick commercial break. I'll be right back with you guys. Hopefully, my voice will be a little less scratchy and a little less itchy, um, my throat, and uh, we'll be right back. All right, and we're back. Thanks, guys, for sticking around. So hopefully, my voice is a little bit better. My throat's not as itchy, and I can slow down and actually read my words right now. So continuing on with our Mother's Day episode, I decided to choose the show uh, Promise Neverland, rating at an 8.62, 12 episodes as of right now. Interest to episode number one. You guys know this one probably already if you've watched the show. Uh, the character that I chose, the mother, was Isabella, a.k.a. Mama. Um, so... The description for her is she is a major character of the Promise Neverland show and the main antagonist in the introduction and jailbreak arc. Uh, Isabella worked as a caretaker in Grace Fieldhouse, taking care of the orphans that reside within. Um, although initially appearing as a loving and affectionate mother towards the children, she's actually, she actually has a twisted nature and shows much dis detachment to their tragic fates after emma ray and 13 other orphans um try to i don't know try to escape from the house uh, she accepts her fate and uh, she ends up basically kind of just giving up um on the children so didn't want to spoil too much of this one i feel like i kind of already did so at this point i might as well just keep on going um so actually she ended up just kind of accepting her defeat and she ends up uh basically bidding farewell to the children and watches them leave so as of right now season two is 
right i think it's either out or it's supposed to be coming out very soon the show is really good i watched this show like within two days it was really good 12 episodes is really nothing at this point but it's a really really good show so i suggest that you watch it obviously all the shows i'm talking about are some really good shows um, i always suggest that you watch them but this specific show was really cool because it took kind of a like turn like it just went crazy i feel like i've i've talked about this show before but dude if you don't if you haven't watched it please watch Watch it. It's so good. And Isabella, aka Mama, um, aka Mom, Mother, whatever you want to call her, she has a really dark past um, on this show, and it plays into who she is and why she is the way she is right now. The whole world, the way that this world is set up, plays into into that. So I suggest that you watch this show just so you can understand like why she made this list. She is like the stereotypical, like, I feel like she's, if there's a bad mom on this list, if it's not Kiko uh, Zoldic or whatever from um, from Hunter x Hunter, she may kind of fit that mode only because, like, the way that the show is set up to, sh- to show her in that kind of light. But I think that the underlining thing is even, even in some of these like I guess wayward moms or these like non-glorious you know moms that may look bad like they have good tendencies and good intentions so she definitely fits in that mold so if that was the intention which I'm going to say that it was so I can take credit for it if that was the intention then she definitely fits there so moving right along to uh, my second to last mom that made this list so Yu Yu Hakusho 8.45 rating 112 episodes entrance to the show episode 1 um, this one is actually Atsuko uh, Urameshi so this is Yusuke Urameshi's mom she is 28 she's a 28 year old alcoholic mother of Yusuke Urameshi who gave birth to him when she was only 14 years old. Um, Atsuko wants nothing more than for her son to turn out better than her but does not succeed. While Yusuke rarely gets along with her, she truly loves him, which is which he only really understands when he sees her weeping in grief at his wake. After he revives, she starts to become more protective and involved in his life, becoming terrified at a mere dream of him leaving her or never waking up again, and in the anime, also making sure that he doesn't skip school. So this this mom and like son relationship is like one of those ones where it's almost like because the mom is still you know young and everything like that like they have more of a big sister little brother type relationship like she drinks she kind of lays around all day and she's kind of like a lazy mom like she goes out partying and all this good stuff meanwhile she's like but you need to stay in school i want you to be better than me like all of this and it's just it's funny to me because the way that she is like she there's an episode which i mean i'm, I'm not spoiling anything from the show because i'm one i'm sure that you've watched you hawk show and if you haven't it's not a spoiler because it explains to you in the first episode what ends up happening but when the whole situation happens with yusuke she ends up like just bawling and you're like wow like to see the depth even though like they had just gotten into it like that day or the day before or something like that to see the depth of one how she felt about her child because at that point he had went on and to also see the quickness of when he came back how she was just like all right cool well 
all good. I know that you're coming back. I'm just going to go to this party over here and just turn up. Like, <laughs> like, oh my goodness, like your son is still, he ain't even back yet. You already drinking. But it's just really interesting to see their dynamic and the way that they mesh together. Um, and like I said, there's a couple of episodes where she's fearful that he's dead. Um, and so she kind of comes into his room and starts to kind of shake him because she thinks that maybe he died. He stopped breathing in his sleep or she had a dream that something happened to him and she immediately ran to his bedside. So like I said, it is a mother and son relationship, but to me it feels like a little bit more like a big sister, little brother moment. (laughs) So yeah. Um, and the last show that I actually have, so I don't know, this one is a little bit different when it comes to the, uh, to the actual rating and everything, but the show was actually Pokemon. So the show itself um, was actually, I don't know, like I really enjoyed the show, really loved the show. So I decided to put, put it on this list. But um, it's a 7.34. Um, it originally it had 276 episodes. Um, and the interest to the show was kind of episode one. So the mom that I chose was Delia um, Ketchum, also known as Miss Ketchum. So this is Ash's mom. Um, the description that was given here, and I know this one is kind of like, really, bro? Like, this is what you decide to choose? Hey. I decided to go with some people from some shows that maybe I haven't talked about. So this is one of the ones that I'm mixing in. So she's a character appearing in the anime series and the mother of Ash Ketchum. Delia is a very kind, smart, and loving and caring woman. But when she's upset or angry, she is very vocal about it. She knows her son's psycho- uh, psychology and patient and personality very well and is very proud of him as a true hero that is able to overcome any obstacles on the way to fulfilling his cherished dream since ash is delia's son they have a healthy loving relationship although it does run into rocky spots at times like we all all have rocky spots with our parents sometimes delia loves her son very much and sometimes she annoys him when she embarrasses him Despite this, Delia is always ready to support Ash by watching his Pokemon League battles and help him get ready to go on another journey. Also, Delia sees that Ash has grown a lot, but still thinks he needs to look after um, her or that she needs to look after him um, as he continues through his travels. So here's the reason why I really chose uh, or yeah, really chose Delia or Miss Ketchum. Because we've all seen those memes and we've all seen like those little like people talking about the about this specific relationship on like how basically like you took your son or your son and was just like, hey, you know what? Take this rat, a.k.a. Pikachu, and just go into the world. Like, go become the best Pokemon trainers you can be. And he's a kid. Like, dude just dips out of the house and she's like, yo, here's a bag. Uh, You got a Pokemon just go out there and just be your best. I don't know if that's good or bad parenting. Like, I feel like that was literally the definition of sink or swim. Like, for all we know, man, Ash could have, I don't know, he could have ended up, I don't know. Like, his life could have been so different if, 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 <laughs> like, if he didn't, if he wasn't going down the path of good, of righteousness, like, or, or, I mean, no, I don't even know if it's really righteousness because Pokemon is kind of dark. Like, like, po- Pokemon faint. They damn near kill each other. Like, 
they bite each other. I don't know. It's very violent. It's a very violent world, and she just kind of threw him in. It's like Fight Club. You know, rule number one is you don't talk about Fight Club, but rule number one in her case should be that you don't let your kid just leave your house with a Pokemon, with a rat that says his name over and over again, and doesn't want to have his tail touched, and he electrocutes people just because. Like, you know, that's rule number one. But anyway, I digress. Yeah, so I decided to choose her here. Like I said, I think she's, I mean, again, I think maybe she had the best intentions. Maybe the execution wasn't the best, but she had she had really good intentions. Um, she wanted her son to, you know, believe in his dreams and under uh, un, and understand and overcome all of his obstacles that he had in his life um, and, you know, to accomplish his dream. So she wants to support that. I support her supporting it. Just maybe, you know, next time try different. I don't know if they're going to have another kid. I mean, I don't think she can't. I don't know. I don't know even how old she is. I don't know. But if she tries again, if they have, if she has another kid or her and Mr. Ketchum, which we don't even get me started. I went down a whole rabbit hole looking to see who Mr. Ketchum was, like, just to try to find out who the dad of Ash was. But if they ever have a child again, <clears throat> maybe don't do that. Do it different, you know? Do it different. Maybe leave them at home a little bit more, you know, and raise them right instead of just send them off into the world with a Pokemon and just saying be the very best that you can be because you want to be the very best that there ever was, you know? I don't know. Maybe. Try something different. But anyway, so that's my list. Uh, again, like I said, it was just more of a quick, fun slash episode. Next year, I definitely want to give a little bit more homage and pay a little bit more, um, you know, pay a little bit more detail going into the Mother's Day episode. But like I said, I just want to kind of do something real quick and just kind of talk through, again, some some mothers that I thought were pretty interesting in anime. So we talked through Hunter x Hunter, Kikyo, um, or Keiko uh zodic we talk about uh izumi curtis from full mother alchemist chi chi and boma from dragon ball dragon ball z uh isabella aka mama from um rose or promise neverland and uh atsuko Urameshi from yu yu hakusho and then wrapping it up with delia ketchum aka miss ketchum from pokemon so that kind of wraps up the episode tonight. Again, guys, thanks for sticking around, listening to the episode. If, As always, if you guys um, like the episode or you don't like the episode, make sure that you reach out to me on my Instagram and Twitter handles at AnimeTalk12. That's AnimeTalk, the numbers one and two. Um, Thank you again for sticking around uh, and supporting the show as well. Um, make sure that you reach out to me on our social media handles. And like I said, we'll get back into um, our regular cadence next week. But I just wanted to say this is Matt St. Jack signing off. Peace. Thank you.